This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today I got time, yes. Today I got time, yes. Today I got time, yes. On that day, I was acting cool, cuz. What? Nigga, what? what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. I go hard, cuz. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's almost eight o'clock already. Like the day is going by fast. I hope you guys are doing good. It's been, I have, I swear I haven't gone live in a while. I've been going through a lot. It's been a lot going on in my personal life, but um, I'm glad I could come on and go live today. Oh, wow. Somebody sent $100. I to the soul. Thank you so much for the $100 super chat. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through today. That is awesome. Um, It's been a lot going on um, the past week and a half since I got back from Atlanta um, people on Discord, y'all know what's up. I don't really want to talk about it on YouTube because I don't want to cry and I don't, you know, want anybody in my business. But um, yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot, but I'm I'm doing better. Um, plus on top of everything I've been going through, um, been finishing up my house. So I posted a little bit of the videos that I took today on Instagram. So this will probably be my last day, I believe, streaming in this house because I'm going to be moving. So once I get done with this live, you know, I got to get the pack in and everything else. So I probably won't um, go live for maybe a few more days. So I just want to like let you guys know that. But I'll still um, make videos and stuff. I can still make videos, but um, there's not going to be this you know, backdrop behind me, all that is changing. I totally um, just revamped everything in the house. I really am thinking about possibly seeing like how to get into like being an architect or interior designer. I've had such a great time just putting together this new space, coming up with new creative ideas, um, just watching people, the professionals, you know, the real people who went to school for architect and interior design, you know, walk in my house and they're just blown away. They're just blown away by the selections, how I put everything together, the bathroom, the kitchen, um, just it's, it's, I don't know. It was just a labor of love. And I have been working on this current build for a year and a half. So it's almost like waiting for a baby to be born, you know? So it's been awesome. You know, I, I do stuff that keeps me busy. I don't have time for the trolls, the negativity, 
the people who want to sit online and, you know, talk smack. I have real things going on in the real world. So those are the things I focus on, um, you know, to each its own, but I'm not into fashion like that. Like this shirt was probably $5, but guess what? My house is off the chain. Okay. So I don't give a fuck about no clothes, ho. <laughs> I care that I can build a house and you know what I'm saying? I can design the shit out of that. So, you know, for all the people who hate high dress, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so now I'm just happy. Like it just turned out so beautiful and just really studying and like, you know, even though I wasn't going to school for none of this shit, but just like really cracking down and learning textures and learning, you know, materials, learning the difference between porcelain and marble and ceramic. And, you know, it's it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff, man. Learning about masonry, uh, masonry work. And I also found out from talking to the masonry guy, there's not a lot of masons anymore. You know, a lot of young kids are not getting into masonry is it masonry? I think that's the word. Um, it's a dying art. So the fact that we're able to, you know, find a good mason, they're far and few between. But I love it because my house is black, you know, an ebony house for, you know what I'm saying, an ebony queen, black queen. So I wanted, you know, rocks and stones and stuff like that to break up the black. And it just, it turned out. The landscape, a French kiss. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of myself. My flowers are blooming. Like it just turned out really, really nice. So um, yeah, maybe in the future, honey, I can, you know, help, you know, work for people on like new builds and, you know, stuff like that. You know, that'd be really dope because I just had some really good ideas and it's just dope to see everything come together. Um, they were even telling me like, nobody understood why I wanted a gold workstation sink. Like, what's the deal with you in this gold sink? And I'm like, I want, I said, yeah, I will get it once it comes together. You know, I, get, I had the backsplash. I was like, I want a gold sink. I do not want a silver sink. I've always had a silver sink and we found a beautiful gold workstation sink and it just pulled everything together. Um, we got the induction stove. Everything just looks very clean and modern. So I'm super happy and hopefully I'll be able to help, you know, friends and family who are interested in, you know, building, you know, come up with some creative ideas for them. So yeah, I've, I've had a, uh, man, I've had a busy, 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 busy few weeks, but I'm glad. Thank you guys. Yes. Uh, Tyrone induction stoves are dope and they've gone down in price. When they first came out, they were super duper expensive. Um, they've gone down a lot and I love my gas stove. I have a gas stove here. I love it, but you know, I, it's hard for me to clean, you know, with shoulder issues and stuff. It's very hard for me, you know, every other week, taking it apart, soaking. I ain't got time for that shit. I'm getting older. I want my kitchen easy to manage. I just want to be able to wipe stuff off. I ain't got time to be breaking apart stoves and all that. I don't got time to be walking back and forth. That's why I installed that pot filler. So yeah, I wanted my kitchen super, super easy. I just did. I wanted a high-end, modern, easy, sleek, you know, so it was it was dope. It was a dope thing. And the, even the bathroom and stuff. Um, Britt says, were you able to stay in budget? I think I did pretty good for the budget. Um, my biggest expenses was the carpet. I don't play when it comes to carpet because I've lived in houses with cheap carpet and it feels like you're walking on hardwood. And I feel like if you're going to buy carpet, buy the best. And I got um, like in my living room, I got carpet 
that almost looks like an area rug. That was the feel I was going for. So it has a design. It has glitter flakes, super soft. I spent a lot of money on carpet padding. So when you walk on my carpet, it feels like you're walking on memory foam. And the good thing is it just lasts longer um, in case there's any spills. It won't stain. It won't soak into the wood. Easier to vacuum. So, yeah, that's that's the only thing I went over on because I wanted specific type carpet. Even in my bedroom, I did a really light carpet. It feels like you're walking on a puppy. No pun intended. But it's like it's just this super, super soft like your feet just soak in. I'm like, I feel like I'm walking on puppies. So that's the only thing I really went over on um, that we didn't really, you know, think about until we got the bill. But I was just like, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna, what are we gonna do? Return it? Nope. So I think that when you're doing a build, if you have, you know, even if you go a little bit over budget, it's worth it. Get If you can afford it, get what you want. Because what you're gonna do, you're gonna regret it. And then you're gonna pay more having to go back and, you know, add stuff or hire somebody else to come do it. So everything you want on your list, you know, try and get that. And, you know, if you can cut corners and and speak up, like when I was talking to the carpet people, hey, what's your discount? Don't think I didn't get no discount on that carpet. I'm like, I'm buying all this high end, expensive, plush ass carpet. Let me get that 10 percent, 20 percent discount. Guess what? I got it. So a closed mouth don't get fed. I have no shame at all. He gave me his discount. We ran it, you know, so yeah, it, it really works good. Well, if you vacuum your carpets, it shouldn't hold dusk. Um, I vacuum once a week. So, I mean, unless you just allow your carpets to get dirty, I, I don't, I clean my house. So um, I don't, the thing with hardwood, um, I like hardwood. I did a very high end, high gloss. Um, People, you know, love hardwood. I think hardwood is only good in certain locations. I don't like cleaning. That's the thing people don't understand. Like in my house that I'm in now, we have a lot more hardwood in this house. Well, you got to not only sweep, then you got to mop. You got to shine. Like literally for me to clean these floors in this house, it's like a three and a half hour job because there's so much hardwood here. So that's my whole thing. I just want hardwood around my kitchen, my entryway the back way, everything else in my house is carpet because I, I don't have time to clean and mop and it, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I don't I don't like a lot of um a lot of uh hardwood. It's just it's too much to clean. It's one thing to sweep, but with hardwood you have to keep it clean. You have to keep it mopped. So I'm just trying to cut down on doing a whole lot because they were saying um usually you know most people get their living rooms all hardwood. And I was like, absolutely not. And then plus I did a two-story living room. So you don't want hardwood because that's just more echoing. So I wanted it to be fully insulated, a lot of carpeting, padding. So that way, you know, the sound is not like, hello, hello, hello. Cause the ceilings are like 22 feet high. So yeah, I put the carpet where I needed it. Definitely. But there is hardwood. Somebody said, did you hear about the the wildfires? Yeah, we're not too far from Canada. Um, our area is okay. We haven't really, I mean, there's signs that go off on the freeway like, oh, you know, don't go to Canada or look out for the air pollution. But I think New York, I think the East Coast has it a lot worse. We haven't really seen it here where I'm at, even though we're not far from Canada at all. We haven't gotten it. Thank goodness. Yeah, hardwood is a lot to take care of. It is. 
Y'all want a tour? I, I'll think about it. Yep, there's a basketball court. You know, I don't play that. We, we were a sports family, so we did another basketball court in this house, just like we have in this one. But this time, the color scheme is totally different. It's very modern. It's dope. We had, um, the I forgot his name. Shout out to you. He's a tea sipper now. But he came in with the drone, so he was taking drone shots all around the house and in the gym and stuff like that. So that was really cool to watch the drone, like, literally fly all around the house. But, um, yeah, it's a lot going on. So we're going to go ahead. We got a lot of people in here. We're going to go ahead and um, start the stream and start talking here. So it's a lot of things I have I want to cover. And, okay, so I want to start with this. The whole Denea Jackson. Let's, let's start with Miss Denea. Because I think that was like one of the last podcasts I did. Me and Emily did the podcast on Denea Jackson. And to be honest, I think we were pretty fair in our assessment. You know, I don't understand like why I get attacked for anything I say. But I mean, there were people in the comment section crying, saying that, oh, we're being harsh. Oh, this is what abuse looks like. That's why. Because, you know, Emily was saying it was something about her that wasn't jiving with her spirit. Now, it's not jiving with y'all's spirit because she's an abuse victim and this and that and this and that. And like I said, I felt like we were fair in our assessment. Like for me, and then people got mad because I caught them out for giggling. And I'm like, if you watch that two-part episode, I mean, this was like almost a total of, I believe, close to three hours. The way they were laughing incessantly was just annoying to me. And I understand the difference between people laughing when they're uncomfortable, because I get that sometimes people laugh when they're uncomfortable. That wasn't the case with her. The way her and this man, they just kept laughing was just weird. I'm like, what the hell? Like, you're talking about something serious. You're talking about abuse. And it's just all this weird giggling, but whatever. So anyhow, um, it came out that we were right because I had wrote this comment on my YouTube video. So let me share my screen with y'all real quick. You know, T-Girl Damas, honey. T-Girl Damas never takes a break. I may not be on here, but I be peeping shit. So let me pull up my screen. All right. So Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. So this is what I wrote on my video that day. I was replying back to somebody and I said, yeah, I see a lot of people only showing sympathy. While her story is sad, she was definitely a willing participant who benefited greatly pushing this false, perfect marital facade with her ain't shit husband. As long as the mansions and the money were available, she was content. The fact that after all he put her through, he filed for divorce says a lot. She will most likely start a podcast and be another self-help guru for sad, depressed women who need a mentor. After all, she learned from the best. So that is what I wrote. And then the next day, people were like, oops, Tigo Diamond strikes again. She's starting a podcast. Um, she's charging $5,000 for an infidelity boot camp. So we went to go research this, and I could not believe this. This is somebody who says that she's broken, and she's going through this and that. And so she's starting a recovery boot, uh, boot camp called Healed, Teaching Deliverance and Healing. Okay, that's cute, but look how much she's charging. And that's just like one-on-one -on -one coaching profit from your pain. 
$4,997. You might as well round that up to five grand, boo. Then they said that there's another package where it's like $7,000 total. You know, this is the part that's just really disturbing to me is that so many times on social media, it's like people come in with all these stories and sympathy and get rich quick. It's it's just strange that people just elevate her. And my thing is, I just kind of saw through the BS. Not even a few months ago, she was putting hexes on people. Yeah, I remember when I was doing the live stream, I'm like, I can't listen to any more of this crazy shit. She's literally putting hexes on people. And these are people who are trying to tell her, you know, to get out your marriage. We're here to support you. You know, she's saying that people need to be delivered. She's mixing her religion. You know, she's trying to use her religion to excuse the behavior of her and her husband. To me, my issue is she was a willing participant. And the more I think about it, who was filming all these sexcapades when she said that she was watching him and that she then wanted to do the things that the women were doing on the tape? Who was recording this? Was this some type of threesome gone awry? Because she kind of reminds me of the type of girl who's willing to do anything to keep a man. It even indulge in, de in degenerate shit that she probably normally wouldn't be indulging in, but because she wants to keep her lifestyle and her husband, she's probably engaging in those threesomes. I wouldn't be surprised at all because how did she find all this? You know, it, it was multiple. Remember, she, it was multiple tapes and I would just watch these women. Are you solely watching the women? Or are you watching the playback because you're there too? And all you guys were filming this foolishness. Now I have to think to myself, the fact that she did all that, you know, giggling and laughing was the joke on all of us because the man made money from everybody watching the YouTube videos. It gave her a platform. And the fact that she wouldn't interview with anybody non-secular, right? I believe the reason why she went on this Christian man show was, again, to get people to sympathize with her, to pimp religion, and to get, like, Christian women behind her. And then she's going to come. Then she came out. And she pulled the okie doke. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do a boot camp. Now, I'm not saying that she can't make money from her pain, right? Because it's her pain. It's what she went through. I'm not saying she can't start a YouTube channel and just, you know, put Derek Jackson on blast. But the fact that somebody who's not healed, because this man literally had to divorce her and kick her to the curb. The fact that she herself is not healed, but she wants to teach other women healing for $5,000 is a joke. If she really wanted to help other women, I'm not saying she needs to do it for free, but $5,000 is a lot of damn money per person for a one-on-one -on -one coaching session. This isn't like a, a, a weekend retreat. This isn't a, you know, a, a whole month retreat. This is a one-on-one -on -one coaching session for five grand. What is she going to teach you besides, you know, put hexes on people, be mad that your daughter came out dark skin as if your husband isn't dark skin. I just find her to be a weirdo and I don't care who don't like it. I just now that I see what her motive is, I'm glad I went with my first instinct and I wrote what I wrote that she's going to come out and she's going to pay. She's going to play a Derek Jackson. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's also behind the scenes doing this because his reputation for the most part is shot. 
a lot of women still follow him, but a lot of those women who follow him are women, you know, with low self-esteem who need a, a man who didn't even really claim his wife to tell them how to carry themselves as women. Because women who have common sense, they don't need advice from Derek Jackson. But I would not be surprised if because his stock has gone down, a lot of people are no longer watching him and supporting him. He's losing money. And when you're losing money, you're losing your lifestyle. And in order for them to maintain their lifestyle, because divorced or not, they have children together. So this is probably a scheme that they came up with together. I'm being drugged. Nobody trusts me anymore. But you're the so-called innocent one in this. Let's go ahead and milk that. I would not be surprised if they were both in on it. Am I frozen? People are saying they can't see me. Can y'all see and hear me? Because I my screen is working fine. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Okay, y'all can see me? Okay. If you're having issues, just go ahead and um, refresh. I even got a different camera too, so hopefully this camera is more clear. Because my other camera just, I don't know. I just didn't like it. It was starting to look faded. Um, okay, good. But yeah, I, I just think, I think that she's full of shit. I think she's full of shit. And she's trying to find a way to maintain her lifestyle. Like she said, I got to live the life of a real housewife of Atlanta without being on television. And see, those are the words I listened to. I listened to the key points. Everybody else was just focused on, you know, oh my God, he was cheating on her. And oh, she knew these women's bodies better than she knew her own. I'm listening to all the other Easter eggs that she's dropping. You know, and again, this is the part that's just kind of sad is that a lot of times anybody can come online and run good game, have some type of story. And this is how a lot of people now are ending up scammed. We talked also on that podcast about Cesar Pina, DJ MV's partner from uh, Flipping NJ. And I don't know what's going on with that story. People have been asking me for updates. Um, I don't know if they threatened that man, Tony, who had initially bought out the story, but it looks like he's deleted all his videos concerning the situation. So I really don't know what the update is. DJ Envy hasn't said anything else. You know, he was talking about gunplay, but he hasn't talked about this flipping and Jay situation. And what a lot of people need to understand is that you need to like really vet people because there, there's so many of these get rich quick schemes out here, these gurus, crypto, NFT, flipping houses. And when you really understand real estate in the housing market, there's no such thing as a quick flip. Just to even renovate a home can take upwards of six months to a year, depending on the renovation. There's no such thing as just buying a dilapidated single family home and then seeing a 20% ROI in five months. That just doesn't make sense. 
you know, and don't you notice a lot of these people who are selling courses? Oh, I did prison time. I was locked up for six years. And now, you know, I'm, I'm in real estate. I'm flipping houses. I'm selling courses. No, you just find another hustle. Because the dope game, nobody wants to go to jail for the next 10, 20 years. So now the new hustle is on social media. The money is coming. Your money is not coming from flipping houses because you don't make money that quick in the flipping house game. Anything in housing is for the long game. It's not the short game. Unless you're working for like a major corporation where that's what they do is flip homes. But even then, it takes a while. These people are making money off of selling courses. That's where the bulk of their money is coming from. These courses, these weekend events and all that stuff. That's where a bulk of it is coming from. So people just need to like be careful because my thing is if you have $20,000 to give to DJ Envy, you know, on a flip, if you have that type of capital sitting around, why not invest in yourself? Why not go and find out how to buy a home yourself and flip it or save up until you have the funds to do the full flip? Why are we handing people that we don't know a hundred grand, 200 grand? So to me, when I see people who have a hundred grand to just hand a stranger that they saw on the breakfast club money, it makes me think, are these people washing their money? Y'all's not ready for that conversation. I'm not even going to go there. But it makes me think, where is this money coming from that they can just freely hand it over as opposed to taking that same money and going to go buy the property themselves? Because one thing is when you don't have legitimate money, and you don't have a legitimate way of how you accumulated that money because they check every fucking thing. And especially now that the economy is getting worse, they are triple checking everything with a fine tooth comb. I can't tell you how much shit I've had to submit in the past two weeks over and over and over again. Um, so if they have that type of money, then why would they not just go take a hundred grand and go buy a townhome and flip it? I believe they're washing a lot of the money. Anita said, that makes sense. Yeah, I believe that's what a lot of stuff that is. Somebody says, coach, the, the coach Stormy Hustle. Yeah, a lot of them. So you have to like, you just have to be smart. And like I said, I don't come on here. I don't speak on people's scams and courses. And I don't care what grown adults do with their money. If you want to, you know, go to DJ Envy's, you know, um, house flipping seminar and pay thousands of dollars, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? I, I I rather would read up and do my own research and invest my own money the smart way than handing it over to some man named Caesar. I, I don't get that. The only way, the only thing I can see that even coming about is because somebody's trying to wash dirty money and they're using him and his resources to wash the money. So I don't know what's going on, but yeah, the man... 100K for a townhome, I'm just saying in general, I'm not saying you can get one, but if it's dilapidated or run down, you can find some rundown property. I'm just throwing that out there. Some people had 200K. That same 200K, they could have bought something in their name and then flipped it. That's all I'm saying. If you have 100K to turn around, you can do something with that 100K. So, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a shame. Who is that? Patrice Reed. Coach Stormy is my sister. 
keep her name out of your comments. No, you keep your ass out my um live stream. Go ahead and boot you. Bye. Don't tell my fans they can't put her name in, in my comment section, girl. Bye. You don't run nothing over here. She's out of here. <laughs> I ain't going to tell my fans not to write your people's names in the comment section. They feel like she done scammed them. That's their business. Why are you so mad? Yeah, she had to go. Don't come in here threatening my fans with a good time. Let me go ahead and read this uh, super chat here. Uh, Labels in life says, yeah, I caught a live. Love you, T. Thank you so much. Uh, TJ says, T, pray for us in Brooklyn. I posted a picture of the air in the Discord. The sky is burnt orange. Feels like another experimental man-made attempt. What in the world? It's that bad in Brooklyn. I didn't see it. I haven't been in there all day. I know I had saw some stuff on Twitter where people were saying like New York looks really bad, but I didn't know it was orange. That's crazy. David Camarillo sentence says, hey, auntie. Hey, David. Uh, Tyler Hackner says, uh, oh, okay. Oh, one gift for lovely team membership. Thank you so much. Kyra sent 499 says, I saw your house on IG. It looks amazing. Congratulations. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate that. It's been a lot of work. Uh, Brown Sugar Babe says, I miss your presence in these YT streets. I hope all is well. Love you. Love you too. And thank you. It feels good to be back today. Uh, Net B sent 1999 says, my YT notifications have finally sent me your live. I'm here for this piping hot tea and good vibes. Congratulations on your new crib as well, Miss T. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Amber. Hold on, it disappeared. Uh, let's see here. Camille H says, architect here. A, I love seeing the house content. Tip for your carpet care. Invest in a Samsung bespoke jet cordless vacuum. They are amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, sis. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Nikki says, I just knew you were going to go live today. I hope all is well with you and your family. Can't wait to hear your take on Azealia Banks's antics. Yeah, we're going to get on that um, in this whole situation. So I wanted to talk about Dania, Dania Jackson. So we talked about that. So yeah, I definitely want to get onto this whole situation that is going on um, with Jackie. So this Jackie O situation, basically, as we all know, she was DC Young Fly's baby's mom. They had three kids together and she died in the middle of plastic surgery. Now I did hear what happened to her. Um, and it sounds like there was some, you know, some maybe some underlying medical issues as well. But this has caused a lot of controversy. Um, a lot of people are talking about it. Even the other day on Hollywood Unlocked, they were showing that Monice was getting ready to have plastic surgery. And a lot of people were going off like, why would y'all post this and promote this? We just had Jackie O die. Now, I'm going to keep it real. I don't watch Wildin' Out. That's not my show. Um, but from what I saw of her on social media, you know, since her passing, she seemed like a really sweet lady. And she was really about her kids and her family. So, I mean, I haven't heard anything bad about her or anybody talk bad about her. She just seemed really sweet. So the fact that she lost her life is just sad. And I think the thing, too, 
I think we live in a world where because plastic surgery is so prevalent, a lot of people don't look at it like it's real surgery because all people see is the before and after, you know, somebody being fat, now they're skinny, somebody being flat chested, now they have big boobs and they don't see all the stuff in between. And plastic surgery is definitely real surgery. Anytime you go under the knife, I don't care if you're getting a shoulder replacement, knee replacement, you know, heart transplant, just, you know, just whatever. Anytime you go under surgery, there are risks. And um, I think the part that's also disturbing is that the doctor that she was using, Dr. Zachary, um, what's his full name? Dr. Zach Oka, I believe that's his name. He's had a lot of really bad reviews. He's had a lot of like one-star reviews, people saying that they saw no difference. Um, and then I even saw where he was suing people. Anybody who left them bad reviews and that they kept leaving him bad reviews, he was turning around suing people. So I find the whole thing really disturbing because it seems like a lot of women on social media, they're willing to overlook the doctor if they're able to get some type of discount, some type of deal, because just a Google of his name shows you that he's problematic. Now, yeah, I also heard that he's not board certified, but the thing is with board certification, it's always better to have a doctor who's, who is certified in that particular surgery, right? But the thing with plastic surgery is that as long as you have a doctor's license, you can perform plastic surgery. You don't have to be board certified. So now you have dentists, you have podiatrists, you have gynecologists, you know, doing BBLs. So you want to find somebody where that's all they do. I don't want, you know, somebody who works on feet just deciding one day they want to start injecting asses. So I think the research was there, but I don't know. She didn't do her research or, you know, there was some type of discount. Now, I remember before she passed, um, I got a chance to watch Baddies, the zoo show, uh, Natalie Nunn show, Baddies West and South. Um, I got a chance to check it out while I was in Atlanta because the Airbnb I was in had Zeus. So I was watching it, catching up. And um, there's a big girl on there named Roly, And it looks like Roly's a fan favorite. Um, she literally fought everybody in the house. She even fought Natalie. She fought Krishan. So I remember seeing Roly trending on, on Instagram, on Twitter, excuse me. And she was trending because she was going to Gold's Plastic Surgery, who I know for a fact they've had a, a, quite a number of deaths attached to them. This woman is morbidly obese, just keeping it real. And she was undergoing a BBL awake. And I remember people were like, what are you doing? This doctor has literally killed somebody several somebodies. You are obese. You need to lose weight first. Maybe go get the lap band surgery, diet, but you need to get to a healthy weight before worrying about your ass. Oh, she was cussing everybody out. You know, she went off on Masika, Kalasia. Masika was saying some real stuff. She was, yeah, she was wide awake, just ass in the air, just looking around. I'm like, what is this? Like, like what, like, what is this? Like, I don't, I don't get it. And maybe because I've had to undergo a lot of medical surgeries. So it, it just makes me cringe. You have folks who are awake, talking, 
it, it just doesn't make any sense. That's not safe. And, and when you go under, you're not even supposed to be under. The max that you should be under is eight hours. Eight hours, that's usually the max. I mean, but when you're talking about you're trying to get your breasts done and your stomach and your ass and lipo, that's a lot of trauma on the body. And they have a limited amount of time to do all that work because you're not supposed to be under anesthesia that long. Eight is the max. So now what these doctors are doing, because these girls want so many things done at once, they're giving them awake lipo and stuff like that. And, you know, she gets up after, you know, the surgery, she comes the next day. Okay, you have a little bit of an ass now, but you still got stomach, thighs. Like, it just was like, what, what is this? And then she's like, well, I'm going to go back and think they said they're going to go back in either three months. And then they're going to lipo like her stomach. They're going to lipo her arms. And I'm just like, this is insane. Because at least like when, um, what's her name, Akbar, she did the lap band first and she lost her weight. Then she went in, they tightened the skin, they got rid of any excess fat. The way she went about it to me made sense. Why would you go about it this way? I just didn't get that. So anyways, I say that to say, this was what was trending before Jackie O went under. People were dragging Roly for going to this plastic surgeon. So then to find out that Jackie O went to this surgeon, you know, who was just as shady is really sad. Um, hold on, I mean, oh, ooh, money bag mo is in the building. All I see is money bags. Oh my gosh. Money bag mo sent $399.99. Thank you so much, Miss Mo. I appreciate you. Money bag mo, don't ever leave a comment. She just comes through to the chat. Throw some money and keeps it moving. Like, I appreciate you, sis. Thank you so much for just always supporting my platform and coming through and showing love. Thank you. Anytime you see money bags in there, I'm like, okay, mom must be, <laughs> mom must be in the building. <laughs> Thank you. Um, let me see here. Veronica Williams sent $49.99. Thank you so much, Veronica. She says, I sit quietly the last five years. I'm 29 now, and I absolutely can say You've shaped my mindset to be a critical thinker. Never stop, T. Don't let YouTube or the haters stop your greatness because you are vital. There's only one lovely T. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate that comment because sometimes it does. It gets so frustrating because it's like no matter what I say, I get attacked or people get upset. And it's like, I'm sorry that the truth bothers your spirit so much, but I'm not going to like lie or hide my feelings about how I feel about a particular situation to make you uncomfortable. You know, people come here to hear my opinions and my thoughts. You don't have to agree, but I'm not going to dumb down my thoughts. Like somebody was mad at me the other day because of my commentary on Justin Combs. Wrote a whole dissertation, said that, you know, I need to take a break from YouTube. Obviously, I'm still mourning um, because I have no... No, is it? Yeah, because I have no business not giving Justin any empathy. I don't know what he's going through. I don't know why he's drinking and driving. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, you dumb bitch. Somebody had their wedding, not even a few weeks ago. A husband and wife, they got married. They left what was supposed to be the happiest moment of their life. And a drunk driver hit them and the wife died and the husband is still in critical condition. So I need to take a break from YouTube, but Justin Combs doesn't need to take a break from getting high and drinking and, and putting other people on the road at risk. 
the way some of y'all dick ride these celebrities, it is scary. She literally told me I need to take a break, but not the rich kid driving high and drunk at eight o'clock in the morning, putting other people at risk. So again, I'm going to always speak my truth. I don't care who gets mad, who feels away, that's on you. But I, I just thought it was just very like interesting. Yeah, Danny Lay too, another one. It's like, why do y'all have so much grace for somebody just because of who their father is or because they have money or because they have status? That negates what? By the grace of God, nobody was killed. Thank goodness he was pulled over. You know, it wasn't even too long ago we had did the story about that crazy nurse who was in Cali and went just flying down the hill, ran through a red light and killed like seven people, a pregnant woman and her baby. I'm never about to sit here and have sympathy for drunk drivers or people who want to get high and get behind the wheel, especially when you have money. If you're going to party, you can go and, and get an Uber. You can get a Lyft. You can, hell, you can afford a butler to drive you around. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse. So yeah, people are just, they're, they're out their minds. I, I just think we live in a world where people just feel like anything concerning celebrities, I just need to defend them with my cape. You know, and it's like, okay, well, have fun. So let me go ahead. I, I also want to talk about this part concerning Jackie O. So there's two things that's going on right now. Right now, B. Simone is getting drugged all up and down social media. People are really upset because they feel like she is using Jackie O's death as a way to promote her um, close friends. I never even heard of close friends. I've heard of OnlyFans, but not close friends. Okay, here we go. Let me share this uh, tab here. Okay, so here we have it. B. Simone. Her and Jackie were really, really good friends. Uh, she had posted a really beautiful tribute to her. And then I don't know what the hell this was about, but she wrote this on her stories yesterday. She says, if you're not on my close friends, you're not going to see much of my life during this time. Close friends, I love you. Thank you for being a safe space. Then she put the link, join close friends now. And her memberships are $9.99. For exclusive access. So then somebody wrote and they said, B. Simone is asking for people to pay for access to her close friends as she's grieving her friend, Jackie O. How could you even, how could you ever bring yourself to use your friend's passing as a means to get people to pay for your close friends is insanity. This is beyond low and disgusting. Uh, somebody else says, B. Simone is so mother effing weird. Wish I would make a link for people to pay to see me mourn my friend, B. Simone do better. I hope DC beats up B. Simone. Damn. Y'all want a man to beat up a woman? Okay. Uh, whatever. This lady says, I would like to have a word with B. Simone concerning her alarming behavior. Time and time again, she proves how dangerously shameless I stole that line from someone she is. Are we surprised by B. Simone? I'm not, LOL. B. Simone is weird and has been weird. Somebody else says, I want B. Simone to be quiet. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Somebody tell that girl there's no safe space online, not even amongst the so-called close friends. Just mourn quietly. Damn. B. Simone, now you know you are dead ass wrong for what you're doing. 
like your friend just passed away and you want people to pay their money to get access to your IG stories. Like this shit is low, disgusting, yet disrespectful to say the least. Somebody else says B. Simone is a loser. Somebody else says, now B. Simone, leave Twitter for one second. Somebody else says B. Simone is really bottom tier. So yeah, they drug her. They like really drug her. Um, This is what I wrote on Instagram. I said, I find it funny how all of these rich celebs now do nothing but promote subscriptions and paid memberships. But many clown YouTubers for doing it years ago due to us being demonetized. It's obvious that the TV money ain't hitting like that, like they want to make it seem. They have huge followings, but that doesn't necessarily generate money. I think it's tacky for her to use her dead friend to promote her subscription, but I'm also not shocked because the economy ain't looking good and a lot of mess is coming down the pipeline, but let me mind my non-celebrity business. So that is what I wrote. And now I'm very much aware that she's been promoting her close friends um, platform. She doesn't even post on her Instagram anymore. A lot of these celebrities have now gone. They've, they've not put all their stuff behind a paywall. But again, when YouTubers were doing it, they clowned us. They made fun of us. Uh, they told us to get real jobs. Um, you know, we were losers. Oh, you guys just depend on super chats. Now you see Fat Joe counting super chats. Um, you know, I just find it very, very interesting um, how everything we start, you know, in the social media, YouTube space. Now people who are on television are now following. Um, again, like I said, during the pandemic, that showed you who had it and who did it. You know, the average person who had a good savings and a good cushion, they were able to get, you know, some unemployment. They had money to last them. Half of these celebrities, all they did was run the OnlyFans and show us every, every crevice, uh, their booty hole being brown. I mean, I, I saw so many body parts that I did not ask to see on my Twitter timeline. So, again, it just really shows you who has and who doesn't. And a lot of these celebrities are now depending on their fans. Um, to supplement their income. And that's fine. Like I said, the economy's bad. I don't know. I don't, I don't think she's on Wild and Out anymore. Like I said, I don't watch it. So I don't know if she's on there. You know, however you have to generate your income, do you. But I don't think that she should have kind of tied it to Jackie O. Um, I, I think that was kind of classless for her to do that. I think she should have just, I, you know, I think the timing was off. Even if she waited a few weeks and was like, Hey, y'all, you know, remember I'm on whatever this shit, close friends. I keep wanting to say only fans. I could even see that. But, you know, the timing is just what's really, really suspect. Because the people who are going to join your close friends, they're already there. So if you really want them to see you cry or, you know, read Bible scriptures, whatever she does on there, they're already there. Go there and go talk to them and, you know, chop it up with them. But to promote it and say, oh, if you guys want to see what I'm up to, you know, while I'm going through this process, you know, click here. I can see how people take offense to that. You know, I feel like it's just weird. It's like she should have just waited. Yeah, if close friends is like an OnlyFans, what I'm hearing. But it has less stigma. I think OnlyFans is kind of burnt up right now. Most people tie it to sex. Whereas close friends... It's more like, oh, you know, we're close friends. If you want to be close friends with a celebrity, okay, you know, it seems no different than Patreon to me. 
but um yeah everything is is going to be subscription based and i said this years ago everything you know in a minute most of these websites to get on you'll have to pay a subscription just like you do to netflix and um you know even youtube with those crazy commercials made me join the subscription because i couldn't take their commercials anymore i'm like these are not ads these are <laughs> documentaries at this point so i think that's what a lot of celebs are now doing um if you notice, most of them, they don't even post on Instagram anymore. They just have a link to their OnlyFans or their close friends or their Patreon. Um, even on here on YouTube, a lot of the celebs who have um, podcasts, now they post, you know, five, 10 minutes, then it's to watch the rest, you know, go to Patreon behind the paywall. So yeah, it's just, it's just funny. Like I said, I just, it, it's funny, you know, when people are the blueprint, you just watch people do the same thing. But when you were doing it, you know, it, it was just like, every, it was, you were cussed out, you were wrong. You know, you were everything but a child of God. Not everybody has a Patreon link. Everybody has, you know, some type of subscription link, membership, uh, cash app. Everybody has that now because people are learning that Content is not free. It takes work to put together content. It takes work to, to do all of this, you know? So now they want to be paid for it as they should. But it was just very interesting how people made fun of people when we started, you know, because I started my Patreon almost like seven years ago. Like, what What the hell's a Patreon? And now that's like just part of the, the dialogue now on social media. You know, you can be on Twitter and click on something and it's like to see the rest. Oh, go to my Patreon. <laughs> so it's funny how times have really changed. It's just very interesting. But um, yeah, a lot of celebs are going that route now. They're all going that route. And, you know, it makes sense. No, it's it's $9.99, not, not $1,000. No, it's just $9.99 a month. And I notice a lot of the rich ones are charging a lot. Like I've always, for me, I've always kept my prices fair. You know, like I know I could charge more for my Patreon. I could charge more for my Discord because I do more with my fans. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I actually do things. We just did that whole event in Atlanta, had a good time. A lot of these folks charge a lot more, but they don't give anything back to these same people who are sending them money, who are, you know, joining their OnlyFans. They're not doing meet and greets with y'all. They're not, you know, doing club events with y'all. They're not doing live podcasts with y'all. So I just find that interesting that they're charging so much. Because, I mean, hers is $9.99. But like Joe Budden, I think his Patreon is $25 a month. He don't even like half his fans. He'll tell his fans, don't talk to me when y'all see me. I don't like fans coming up to me. But you want them to support you on Patreon, but you don't want to engage with your fans. Interesting. So... I will keep mine at a fair price of $5. It ain't that serious to me. You know, support is nice, but I also understand the economy. I understand everybody don't have it, and I'm not trying to milk anybody. So my Patreon, all that stuff has been $5. My membership, everything is $5. That's it. Because I feel like 5 is not going to really make or break anybody. But $25, I'm sorry, that's a bill in the house. I'm not going to have somebody pay 25 bucks unless they want to, unless they have it like that on a monthly basis for content. But that's just me, that's me. So I just find that funny though, that all the rich people who are, you know, certified millionaires, all of their stuffs are starting at 15 bucks and up. 
25 bucks and up. And it's like, wow, you understand that some of your fans are not rich and they don't have it like that, but they still want to support you and enjoy your content. But 25 bucks a month is more than what I pay for Netflix. I'm not giving that to Joe Budden. Just saying. Oh, oh, somebody said cough Amanda Seals. I wasn't trying to go there. How much is Amanda Seals charging now? I heard she was charging about 20 bucks. Somebody says Summer Walker. What is Summer Walker charging? Yeah, that, I mean, that, I don't know. I just, like I said, it's not, I'm not regulating what anybody does. That's their business. But I just feel like Netflix, I think my Netflix bill is now up to like maybe $19.99 a month at this point. They've gone up like every other six months. I just feel like with that, you're getting a wide range of content. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I get a wide range of content from Joe. Yeah, I don't know how much everybody's charging, but I know a lot of them are usually like $19.99 and up. Netflix has tears now. That's because everybody's about to leave them and cancel their Netflix, especially since they stopped the whole password sharing. But yeah, that's all I'm saying. If people are going to be charging you guys that amount of money to support them, and you know, if you're a fan, definitely support, but make sure they actually do stuff for y'all. Make sure like you're actually learning something. They're actually building a community because that's one thing I noticed when I would go onto other YouTubers' discords, they're never there. It's like, it's just certain people, but like they don't engage. But I'm like, you're charging your fans 15, 20, 25 bucks a month you're never in here. You don't do anything. You don't do Zoom meetings. You don't, you're not there. They're just signing up to say, hey, I'm a part of, you know, Logan Paul's Discord, but he's never even in there engaging with the same people who are in the Discord paying this monthly fee. So just make sure you're getting something out of it for 25 bucks a month. They, they should be doing more. They should be, you know, even if they do a damn picnic or something, you know, like, a meeting group, they should be doing something with people who are supporting them exclusively. I, I believe in that. <laughs> Somebody said Netflix must be stopped. Okay, so now, so that was the B. Simone part of Jackie O, the Jackie O drama. At this point, I'm not surprised. But now, Azealia Banks is chiming in on the situation as well. So if you guys do not know, Azealia Banks, and I did a video on this years ago. Remember when DC Youngfly clowned her on Wildin' Out and she started crying? Well, Azealia Banks feels like, who's knocking on my door, child? Um, Azealia Banks feels like this is DC Youngfly's karma, which is really disturbing. So let me share my screen with y'all. I'm going to go ahead and uh, show y'all this real quick. Okay. So Azealia Banks mocked DC Youngfly over the tragic death of his partner, Miss Jackie O, in a vile Instagram rant on Wednesday. The controversial rapper, 32, who, uh, who recently slammed the 1975 rocker Maddie Haley, shocked fans when she took aim at DC Youngfly, 31, just days after the sudden passing of MTV star Jackie. Let me show y'all. Yeah, she wrote a whole bunch of shit, girl. Let me see. Okay, she says, damn, DC Youngfly spent years 
disguising his own deeply rooted hatred of self as jokes. Who is knocking on my door? Hold on, y'all. On these kids. I'm sorry. They keep knocking. If we're not answering, go away. <laughs> okay. So let me read it over. DC Young Fly spent years disguising his own deeply rooted hatred of self as jokes uh, pointed at women's beauty, projecting his own feelings about his own ugliness onto women, perfectly secure in their own skin. Say what you want about my tears. They were pure tears of rage and not at all a sign of weakness because in the end I won. I'm happy I cried and moved on. That Jackie old girl must have been so deeply insecure about herself and the nerve of DC to call such a gorgeous woman as Azalea Banks ugly on national television while a bunch of black people laughed. First of all, why is she talking in third person? Then she goes on to say this, and ironically, Dead at 32, exactly on my 32nd birthday, May 31st, 2023, in Miami, Florida. You niggas are going to learn to stop fucking with me. Then she says, I don't think anyone gets how much the press, how much the press from that episode derailed the success of Anna Wintour. I came to sing my song and go home and only at the request of my label. Then that stupid butch queen on stage behind me, basically making a mockery of it being a gay song, fake voguing behind me in their do-rags like they aren't all raging homosexuals. That thorn in my side is finally out. No way in hell I was blessed with this many gifts, this much talent and beauty. To be a cultural punching bag for a cast of peons who wouldn't have a pot to piss in if they didn't have the court of social media addicts to jester for. I do this in real life, dick lickers. Ha ha, ashe. But you have to enjoy your laugh around the theater because you're not going to be booking any other work in any time. Enjoy while it out. You won't even make it to Top Comedy Jam, honey. Enjoy your laugh around the theater because you're not going to be booking any other work. Honey, this is the ceiling. You need to find your dentist. How do you take your goddamn braces off but you cut the little middle part? Stupid anger. She trying to keep the wire. I don't even know if I want to play this game anymore. But my team captain is so petty. How petty is she? That she told all her friends my was trash so she can keep me all to herself. Now that's petty as hell. But you have to enjoy your laugh around the theater because you know. All right, child. So that is the whole drama uh, with Azealia Banks. So I just think. You know, the whole while and out thing was crazy. I remember reporting on it. She was crying. It was all this, you know, DC Young Fly kept calling her ugly. But again, 
That has nothing to do with Jackie O. I think to use Jackie O's death as a way to say that that's karma and this and that. If that's the case, Azealia has done a lot of ugly things to people. Azealia Banks has said a lot of ugly things. You know what I'm saying? To people who did not deserve it. So by that logic, could we say that her karma, you know, that she's getting her own karma or that something could happen to her, that she deserves death? You know, so I just, I don't like that. You know, it's one thing to have an issue with Azealia, I mean, with DC Youngfly, but Azealia Banks, she she has said some really foul stuff over the years about a lot of celebrities. So I don't think that she should be using this woman's death as a way to clown him because at the end of the day, she's still a mother, you know, to three children. And the youngest one is probably not even understanding, you know, the youngest two, actually, the full extent of this. So I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. Now, there was another um, podcast I wanted to share with you guys, too. They're also talking about the situation, and they're starting to go viral on social media. Um, they're called the Viral Way Podcast. I haven't heard about them, but they made some very interesting points um, about the whole situation. And one thing I have noticed is that all of a sudden now, everybody's saying that Jackie O is DC Youngfly's wife. And I'm like, well, when did she become his wife when she wasn't his wife? Some people are saying fiance, but I, I don't know. So they're kind of talking about this on this podcast, saying that, you know, they're only saying wife now because he's trying to look good um, and stuff like that. So I'm going to go ahead and share this podcast with y'all. Give me just a second. She was his partner. She wasn't his fiance. The nigga's lying. That's for publicity reasons. PR. You put three babies in her and you ain't married her yet. You don't give a shit about her and you don't care about them kids. I not What man? Mm. Wait. Look, I didn't say that. Right. No, 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 talk. No, no, I Listen, bro. On everything I love, what nigga gonna let his kids' mama? Go under the knife unnecessarily. Surgery is a serious issue. What if he? My wife, my wife had a, a minor surgery, a very minor, very minor. I was stressed the fuck out. Like, are you sure they gotta do this? Can they give you pills? Can they? It's like when it's your wife and you thinking about your kids and you thinking about is something happened. You know she ain't going to the doctor like she supposed to because she had an underlying heart condition mm. that a regular EKG would have caught. Is that mm. what it was? That's, that's what killed her? it. That's oh, what killed okay. it. I didn't Bruh, really know. I go get my heart, all that checked every year. Every adult, even at 30, 25, should do that. So, so this lady is getting surgery from a doctor who was notorious for bad surgeries. Mm. She has an underlying heart condition, which means they wasn't on top of her health. He know he probably wasn't making sure she was on going to the doctor like she supposed to. And then he lets her go do that. There's no reason why he should have let that girl do that because she's trying to do that shit probably because he out smashing other chicks and she like, damn, I got to be able to compete with these chicks. Like we talk Bruh. about everything, but except what it really is. She trying to keep up with that nigga. She trying to make sure she still looks attractive. So he look at her like something and she's going and getting under the knife for that stuff. And people don't believe that. But when you was bad, like how she bad, 
and then you having babies and shit and your body start taking hits and your man out on the road smashing groupies and you know it because you know they know it. They know it. Gotta know. You now are like, what about me? What do I got to do to get him to look at me like he once did? That's on the man. And these women is out here choosing these goofball ass dudes because they got money. He's a damn goofball. And, you, and, and I can't call a man a goofball for being a comedian. But I can call yeah, a man a goofball yeah. for letting his damn baby mama go unnecessarily under the knife, knowing we ain't on top of her health, making sure she's 100% fit, knowing that if she go down, you got three kids who ain't got a mama. I'm not letting my wife do that. That's how I know she wasn't his it's wife. Kinda All right. He went in. He did. Now, I'm not going to say I disagree with everything he's saying. I think he did make some good points. Um, you know, because surgery is serious. I believe he was on the road, so maybe that's why he wasn't there with her. But, um, you know, you just never know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, why she felt the need to go and have the surgery. Because she was drop-dead gorgeous. You know, to me, she didn't look like she had three kids. So, I don't know. But, yeah, he was saying, you know, he was saying some real stuff is that, you know, a lot of times women will get things done because they want to make sure that their man is still looking at them and still, you know, they want to make sure they're still desirable and stuff like that. And after you have three kids, your body really does change. And that's why so many women, especially celebrities, they run and go get those mommy makeovers. And the name, even the name mommy makeover, it makes it sound like it's so simple. Oh, it's just, you know... A makeover is like getting a new hairstyle and makeup. This is not a makeover. This is surgery. Like even the name pacifies it. A mommy makeover. That consists of a breast lift, liposuction, possible BBL, you know, liposuction on your thighs. It's, it's a lot of stuff that's being reconstructed. Sometimes they're like, you know, fixing their coochies. It's all types of stuff, right? So even the name, like I said, it's just they, they make it seem like it's just no big deal. But um, the whole thing, either way, is just really sad. You know, I don't know if the man had a side chick or, you know, I don't know anything because, I, like I said, I don't watch their vlogs. I don't know anything about their relationship, you know, but that's how that man feels. Like, maybe that's why she was doing that. But then another thing, too, to keep in mind, somebody said coochie, reju <laughs> coochie re rejuvenation. Yeah, that's what it's called. Thank you. I'm like, sometimes I get that coochie fixed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the professional name for it. Coochie rejuvenation. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that goes with the mommy makeovers, honey. But um, whatchamacallit, you know, her 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 whole thing, right? Her whole claim to fame was being beautiful and that she was. And I think that's where more pressure comes in at is the fact that she is pretty and yeah, I know she did like the comedy thing. She was funny, but her bread and butter was her looks. Let's keep it real. And I think sometimes when your bread and butter is your looks, you're more susceptible, you know, to feeling like you got to tweak things and change things around. And it seems like after this last baby, because um, I know I saw another video of her where she was talking about, you know, she had a trainer, she was working out and how hard it was for her because she looks at everybody else. Everybody else is just getting surgery and she's having to do a trainer. But with this time, with this third baby, maybe that baby did more, you know, to her that she felt like she had to go get it done. But, um, you know, it, it's such a double edged sword. While it's easy to clown and say, oh, 
you know, get some self-esteem or just love your body. But when you go on social media, that's just not the truth of the matter. You know, the people who are paraded around, the ones who are on all the top black blogs, you know, the ones who are in all the magazines who are talked about, they have a certain aesthetic. They look a certain way. They have a certain body type. You know, Koi LeRae has never done anything to her body. There were whole uh, Twitter threads, people calling her olive oil, making fun of her, making fun of her weight. You know, uh, Glorilla, she's too skinny. She has no chest. You know, and then when women get their bodies done, oh, low self-esteem, fake ass, fake tits. So it's like, you really can't win for lose. You know, that that's the part. It's like, as women, you just really can't win for lose. You know, at the end of the day, you have to do what makes you happy. But please understand that if you are going to get these surgeries, these are real surgeries. Okay. You know, I know Roly made it look all easy. You know, the big girl just laying there, you know, uh, getting a BBL on camera. That that's not That's not even how it should work. I don't even understand that at all. And I think the only reason why they kept her awake for the most part was because she was probably too big for anesthesia. You know, because even, you know, when they had to do surgery, if you're a certain size, they can't keep you under that long. So it's like he's cutting corners by doing little stuff. So y'all have to really be careful with some of these doctors, just because you see these influencers, you know, going to certain doctors, do your own research, really check their background, but just understand that that's what any surgery, anything can happen. Anytime you go under the knife, you can have a reaction. You cannot wake up. You can lose blood, you know? So I, I hate how people act like this is only with BBLs or only with, you know, plastic surgery. It can happen with any surgery. And, um, in Miami, if you guys don't know, it has gotten so bad down there that there's a whole uh, federal investigation. There's like a whole, I want to say like an FBI task force that was basically given clearance to go down to Florida because it was so many deaths from BBLs. And so what they were finding now was that so many girls from social media were falling behind a lot of these influencers. You see your favorite Instagram model and, you know, and you see them in the comments, who did your ass? Dr. J, who did your ass? Goals, who, you know what I mean? So you see them swapping doctors and, you know, talking my doctors in the comments. So what happened is that there were so many women and young girls going down to Florida to get these BBLs. And um, because so many were dying, they ended up putting together a task force to figure out what is going on, why these women dying like this. Because Florida has the highest death rate of BBLs than any other place in the country. They have, they have the highest. And one of the things that they found out is that they were basically treating these BBLs almost like a, a workshop. So some of these doctors were doing surgeries for 12 hours straight. When, if this is like a regular facility, a regular hospital, the average surgeon, you might be the only patient they work on that day. I don't want my surgery because even like for me, when I had my most recent shoulder surgery, my surgeon only worked on me. He did whoever's surgery the day before and maybe the day after. But hell no, nah, you're not about to work at some on somebody at six o'clock in the morning, get done around noon, and then I stroll up in there. Absolutely not. I will be your only patient for the day. And that's how most doctors do that. And so granted, you know, this, my shoulder surgery was way more extensive than a, you know, BBL, but the point is 
they were literally working upwards of 12 hours a day. They were literally doing BBLs on upwards of 10 women a day. So the first set of women, maybe like the first three, you guys have the best of the doctor. He's bright eyed and bushy tailed, had a good breakfast, you know? So yeah, y'all are good. Well, now it's nine o'clock at night. He's not enough and shit. He's tired. This is like his 12th BBL. After a while, all these asses all look alike. So what ended up happening is like a lot of the women who were getting them later on in the day were ending up dying from the mistakes. So now they've made a rule and y'all can go and do your research. Um, they cannot perform BBLs on more. I think the max now in Florida is four, four women a day. It's either four or five, but I believe it's four. It used to be upwards of 12. How can you properly do surgery in one day on 12 people? These are women with different is it only three? Did they bring it down to three? I know they brought it down drastically. Three? Okay. It's three now. Because I remember at one point it was down to five. But yeah, they were doing upwards of 12 per doctor. And so you got women, because you never know, they could all be healthy. But once you start cutting, you can find other issues. You know, you can have an embolism. You know, so all types of things happen while they're in the surgery. And a lot of times these are clinics, they're not hospitals. So they don't have extra bags of blood. They don't have like an emergency area. So they were just turning, it, it just was like meat factories, just meat factories. And so that's why there were so many women dying down there in Florida because the doctors were putting profits. I mean, you figure if you're charging every woman, let's say minimum $10,000, for this surgery, and you're doing 12 women a day, that's a lot of damn money every day. So it's not just, you know, I'm doing 12 women on Monday and then I'm taking a break, you know, Tuesday through Sunday. No, literally every day. It just became a hustle to a lot of these doctors. So that's why there were so many deaths. So yeah, an assembly line. Thank you. That's the perfect way to describe it. An assembly line. So just, you know, just be very careful. Like I said, I don't knock anybody because like I said, it's very easy to, to judge women and say, oh, you have low self-esteem or, oh, you need to do this or you should just love yourself. It, it sounds good. It sounds good. But when I when I scroll Instagram, I don't see a whole bunch of love yourself posts. All I see, oh, she's a baddie. Oh, this, oh, that. You know, small waist, fat ass, big tits. So it's like, it, it sounds good. But a lot of the men who are screaming, you should just love yourself. When I go through their file, because I love when they write that. And then I click on their profile. Let me see who they're following. Besides my regular diggle ass. Let me see who else they're following. Oh, okay. All the latest, latest IG models. I don't see a lot of regular, you know, love yourself females that you yourself are following, sir. So I don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? I think, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do, right? But all I can say is just please make sure you do your research and understand that if you choose to go under the knife voluntarily, there's a chance that you could not make it. And that is why you have to sign, sign waivers. You know, everybody's like, oh, they're going to sue this doctor. Now she signed waivers. They can try, but that's part of having surgery. You sign a bunch of paperwork that day. And you just, you know, can do nothing but pray. That's why I love my prayer warriors. You know what I'm saying? In the Telegraph group, in the Discord, you know, like anytime I've had surgery, you guys have prayed with me. 
my mom, I had y'all on speaker and my mom was just like so surprised that just everybody was just praying for me that day when I had to go into surgery last year. So I don't play, you know, I sign my waivers and then we do a big old prayer circle, you know, and then it's like, I right, we're counting down and I'm out and I just pray I wake up, you know? So yeah, just, just be careful, you know, but again, I'm, I'm not going to knock this woman and you know, so she should have just loved herself. She's pretty. You just don't know. You know, it's easy to say that. But, you know, you don't know how she felt when she took her clothes off or, you know, her stomach maybe not being as flat or, you know, everybody, everybody says all that fly shit like, oh, you should just love your stretch marks. And so what if you got a little bit of a gut? OK, that's yeah, great. So what? Then don't cheat on me with the girl with the six pack and no stretch marks, you know, so you just don't know. You know, everybody's insecure about something. But yeah, if you can lose it naturally and go to the gym and work out, yes, of course, that's the best way to do it. You know what I'm saying? But if it's something that's really bothering you, like somebody says, you know, everybody talks that shit. But then when somebody's shaped like a wisdom tooth, <laughs> y'all don't praise them and post them up and be like, oh, she fine. Y'all clown her body like, oh, she's built like a refrigerator. She looks like a bag of laundry. And then when they get surgery, then people get mad. Oh, low self-esteem ass bitch. Oh, she couldn't have that body. She didn't have surgery. So it's like, you can't win. You can't win. But all I say is just do it safe. Please do not go the rolly way. I just, I did not like that at all. That was like probably like the most unsafe method I've ever seen. And then, like I said, the fact that she's morbidly obese, they should have worked with her first to get her weight down because she got the BBL and I don't see a difference. I just, okay, your ass pokes out a little bit more, but with everything else, it, it just, I don't see a difference at all. Yeah, people are very fickle, very, very fickle. So let me go ahead and read a few more super chats here. Uh, Bougie Bajor said 9.99 says facts. I feel like mommy makeovers are dangerous. They're not for everybody. Do your research. If a doctor doesn't ask for vitals and blood work before surgery, run. Yeah. And that's why I hold some of these doctors accountable as well. Because I feel like a lot of these doctors are so chasing social media fame. I don't want doctors who are dancing doing surgery. I would never go to a doctor who is chasing social media clout. Remember Dr. Miami? You notice you don't really see him as much anymore. Well, now there's whole pages blasting his work. There's a whole Dr. Miami botch page. Remember, he was all over social media. All the blogs were promoting him. He was getting so much work. And now the stories of the botched girls are coming out who went to Dr. Miami. Why? Because he was the most popular doctor on social media. All the celebs were going to him. There are whole pages showing his botched work. So, again, don't, don't just go off of the ones on social media because they're just chasing clout. A real doctor, a real surgeon... They don't play that. You know what I'm saying? They're they're not on social media. I mean, there's this black doctor. She ended up getting arrested because I think one of her patients ended up dying because she was literally cutting on people and dancing and two-step, two-step. You know, it's like, what did you do? Like, this is surgery. Like, what are you doing? This person's under anesthesia and you're, you know, snap, pop, and lock it. You know, it's like, what are you doing? She was doing like all these ATL dance moves and she ended up getting arrested. Cause she had a patient die on her. So you got to be really, really careful with all these TikTok doctors because some of them are not board certified and they're just doing too much on social media. Your doctor should not be chasing fame. They should, when you are 
under their care and you're under anesthesia, the only thing they should be focused on is you. There should be somebody there monitoring your heart rate and everything else. Because half the doctors that I see do surgeries, it's literally them, you know, maybe a nurse. And nobody's even really looking at the patient's vitals. They're so busy talking to social media and, and the nurses, you know, trying to get angles. And it's just, it's just so weird and dangerous. It's very dangerous. So just, just be really, really, really careful. Somebody said Dr. Boutet. Yeah, she was a black doctor. Yep, she got arrested because one of her patients died while she was like dancing and two-stepping. I'm like, what the hell? And that's the thing. It's like that person is literally like on the brink of life and death because, again, you're under anesthesia, which is not like normal sleep. It's it's stopping, you know, everything while they cut and do what they need to do. So I, I just I don't get it. Uh, Rosani Felix says, Dr. Miami was doing botched work at his highest popularity I worked with three board-certified plastic surgeons that fixed a few of his patients. Wow. So even back then when he was viral and popular, he was botching people. And it's crazy because I remember you would see people say things like, you know, he's not that good. He's botched. Oh, they would cuss folks out. You're a hater. Don't you talk about Dr. Miami? They be cussing folks out. I'm like, how you going to like get mad at somebody? How do you know that he hasn't botched these people? They were always dismissed as haters. So you're saying that your office fixed some of his work. That's crazy. Yeah, they're never going to show the botch work. They're always going to show the pristine, you know, the best of the best. But a lot of these doctors have botched work. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he had a show on WeTV at one point. But I think, you know, because he became so popular and some people went to him that, you know, he messed up on a lot of people because he's he's slowed down a lot. I, I haven't heard that name, Dr. Miami, in a long time. So I'm sure he's probably facing, you know, some lawsuits, not that they'll win, but. Yeah, it was too much. Let me see here. Fitness and Foolish Sent Five says, love you, T. Tell Mutia, I know she's here sipping when she's supposed to be in the gym lifting. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, love. Uh, Beauty says, it's orange because of the Canadian wildfires. I'm in STL and we saw it here. Yeah, I heard that the fires are affecting a lot of places, but mainly on the East Coast, though. It's not orange here, so we haven't gotten it, thank goodness, but it's it's getting really bad in Canada. Uh, let's see here. Amanda Panda says, I went to Dr. Miami. It's rare. I, oh, hold on. I went to a doctor in Miami. It's rare that the deaths it's rare the deaths in the U.S., but it does happen. I did research for two years before I got my BBL. Yeah, you know, again, sometimes it can just happen. Sometimes it is beyond the doctor's control, you know, because it sounds like with Jackie, she had some underlying things and it might have been things that they didn't check for. Or maybe they checked for it and it wasn't really showing to be a concern. So 
you know, the average person, of course, doesn't die from surgery. It's very rare. But when it happens, like I've said before in the past, especially when it's a BBL, it's like all these think pieces, you know, everybody's going in on women and, you know, low self-esteem. But I'm like, people die from heart surgery. People die from gallbladder surgery. Like, you know, people die from surgeries. That's just a part of it. But with BBL surgeries, um, those are the riskiest out of all the surgeries. Those are the riskiest, probably because you're under for a lot longer. And then, you know, they're lipoing from many different parts of your body. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad yours went good, girl. Enjoy that booty, honey. <laughs> um, let's see here. Let us go. Tomato says people no longer care about real people. They care more about the lifestyle that they can have or afford. Love you, sis. Love you, too. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Uh, Monica sent 1999. She says tips for plastic surgery research sites like Real Self for reviews. Your surgeon, your surgeon should see no more than three to four people a day. Check on post op post op availability and how easy it is to contact the doc post op. Save money for post op care. Thank you so much for writing that. I appreciate you, sis. Uh, Clo Clo says. Uh, hey T, I know this is random, but when you were out under, did you dream or did it seem like you were asleep one second and awake the next? Love your channel. Anesthesia is very weird. Um, no, you don't dream. Like usually what happens is I remember when they do the countdown. Um, so I always remember them counting down, like you're about to get sleepy. We're going to start counting down it's like 10 nine, eight. The number I always remember is like five or four. And then by the time they get down to four, I'm out. And I don't remember anything, nothing. And then usually when they wake me up, um, the only reason I know like I've had surgery or like time has passed because usually my mom's in my face like, oh my God, she's up, she's up. And then I look at the clock. I always want there to be a clock facing so that way I can know how long I was under. <laughs> I'm like, make sure I'm facing the clock. <laughs> and so usually, you know, when, I, when I'm coming to and everything is like, I'm remember I'm, where I'm at and, you know, before the pain hits, because I'm usually still under like nerve block. So that's usually the second thing I do is, you know, talk to my mom and I look at the clock and then I start counting like noon. Okay, they did it in five hours. So yeah, yeah. But I don't remember anything. I don't, you don't dream. It's just like your body's in some type of weird suspended state. I only remember the countdown and then when I wake up. But anything in between that, I don't remember at all. Yeah. And Amb says, I only remember counting and waking up. Everything in between is a blur. Yeah. It is. You don't remember any of that. That's why I, when I hear about people like waking up during anesthesia, that is like the scariest thing. Like if you're not given enough and you're hearing them cutting you and talking, oh, that's my biggest fear. Like, please don't let me wake up in the middle of a surgery. Imagine waking up and somebody's cutting you open and they're talking and they, you know, they don't know that you're awake and that you're conscious. So that's like the scariest. So I pray to never go through that. Just let me be knocked out and wake up. <laughs>
Y'all do what y'all got to do in between. Oh, Jay said, I woke up during my chin lipo. Oh, my gosh. Was that scary when they were, like, digging in there and you're like, did they know that you woke up? Yeah, that has to be, like, the scariest thing to wake up in the middle of surgery. That just scares me. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tati says, love you, auntie. Your intelligence and your confidence continue to stay 10 toes down on whatever you say. You said what you said. Thank you so much, love. Appreciate you. Um, I don't know how to pronounce I'm thinking it's Chelsea. That's interesting. You spell it with an S. I've never seen it with an S. But it looks like Chelsea with an S. I like that. She sent 10. She said, I think you'd find it super interesting. There's a thing called ghost doctor. People think the head doctor is doing the work. Another doctor goes in to do the surgery while the patient is asleep. That sounds like some plastic surgery stuff. That's very scary. Yeah, mine, I can't. Yeah, there was no ghost doctor with mine because my doctor that I did my shoulder surgery with, he's like the most world renowned. He does the most soldier, shoulder surgeries in the country. It was at the Mayo. And so like, the, if you know anything about the Mayo Clinic, um, presidents go there, sheiks, princes from other countries. So he's like a specialist. So yeah, there was no ghost doctor in that case. That's crazy though. But I could see that with like plastic surgery, like those plastic surgery clinics. I could see them doing that, like swapping doctors, you know. But yeah, when you're going to like, for like real, real surgery and you're going to a specialist. Mm -mm. He was, he was the only doctor that could do the surgery. So shout out to him, man. He's awesome. Okay. So now I've been on here for an hour and 27 minutes and I'm, so I'm just talking, talking. Cause I haven't been on here in a while. So I'm just chopping up with y'all. I hope y'all don't mind. So now I want to go here. We got to talk about this situation with Chica. I was very, very disappointed. And y'all know I have tried to defend Chica in the past, um, you know, because she gets depressed and, you know, she's tried to off herself a few times. But there there was no defending her with this situation. I wasn't feeling it at all. Um, let me share my screen. So over the weekend, Chica went off um, about some babies in first class. So let me share my screen here. So let me read to y'all what she said. She says, the lady next to me who thought it would be a good idea to buy yourself and your twin infants first class seats on a red eye flight who just woke me up by bringing your screaming bastards to our seats to soothe her. I just bought a 34 I just bought $34 Wi-Fi at 4 a.m. to call you a stupid bitch. Then she says, P.S. I hate you and I hope you get a paper cut between each finger tomorrow, you senseless wench. Like you are like, are you literally mentally delayed? What makes you think a one-year-old will shut their bitch ass up on a seven-hour flight? that takes off at one a fuck one a fucking a.m. You already had them up past their bedtime. I don't care the circumstances. Take your ass to economy at least. 
I'm so pissed off right now. I already had trouble falling asleep. And as soon as I do, you bring your consequences of your sexual promiscuity into my life. I got noise cancellation and I still woke up. Fuck you, hoe. Choke. This is why I understand that man in the soul. In the so is the baby video, cause fuck your kids. And she was shaking the damn baby, y'all, and gripping her arm tight to try and shut her up. But that's none of my business. I'm not CPS. So then we find out it's uh, Tiny's granddaughter. So Tiny comes on and she says, yeah, she's talking about my mother effing grandbaby, talking like she wasn't supposed to be in first class or something, the F. So Chica says, was this necessary? Fuck your bum ass page. Then people were chastising her, saying Chica writes the meanest thing you could think of, targeted at the most defenseless group of people, us. Hey, that wasn't cool, Chica. I'm sick and tired of being targeted. I'll cast it for my opinion. Yeah, it's just, it's insane. Um... Child Zonique's cousin said Chica was nice in person and ain't say nothing to her about the crying. That's exactly what people like her do. Won't address nothing in person like an adult, but will be nasty on socials. Keep the same energy. So now this is what Zonique wrote. Let me go back to Zonique. So these are the babies. That's Zonique's baby, and that was uh, Zonique's baby's cousin. And she says, wait, I'm in tears, not Chica boo was mad at my child cutting up in first class. You should have just sat there and been mad, babe. She's sky priority as fuck. I think Zonique handled that pretty well. I don't think I'd have been as nice. And so when people started chastising Chica, of course she had to play victim. I don't give a fuck if you used the words I did or didn't. Nigga. <laughs> I get it, y'all are pissed, be pissed, that's fine. I'm not calling anyone crazy for being pissed. I know I was real harsh, but sorry. I can't give a fuck, but I know y'all want me out, this bitch. And so I'm looking for my room. So I'll be out when it's necessary, don't worry. But at this time, like, I just wanted to say, before I head out, y'all niggas, the double standards are fucking crazy. It's insanity. Y'all get to say anything to me. I fucking get on Twitter and talk about a random ass baby. And yeah, was I mean? Mm-hmm. Real mean. Because guess what? A bitch had not slept for two days. And also I had a fucking uh, therapy session with my therapist telling that nigga I've had really bad thoughts today. And I had to pack my bags and be on the way to be in my fucking city to do this goddamn show. And I'm going to kill the show tomorrow. And I'm excited about that. And I know everyone's going to be like, shut the fuck up, you big bitch. I don't... <laughs> That's y'all's MO. But like for me, I'm sitting here and I understand how nonsensical it is. And I know this is not going to do me any favors. And I'm not trying to do it myself any favors. You bitches are already unhinged. So... Child, let me come back on the screen. Now, this is my issue with Chica because, like I said, you know, I've tried to 
defender sometimes in the past because you know she she might get bullied people say little slick things to her but she she has a very very nasty demeanor and i get tired of people anytime somebody's held accountable shout out to the ten thousand people in here make sure y'all hit that like button please um anytime she's held accountable the first thing she does is you know deflect 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 then she tries to you know play victim and you know the S word is, uh, oh, don't worry about it because I'm going to hurt myself soon and I'll be out of here soon. Like, it's the same song and dance. She does something. She refuses to take accountability. Then, you know, she she tries to shame everybody by bringing up the S word. You know, I'm going to eventually, you know, just just harm myself. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm tired of it. No, first of all, her post was elitist as fuck. For someone who's always talking about elitism and colorism and, you know, all the isms, she was very elitist in that post. The fact that, so the kids who are crying, they should be in economy. So fuck the people in economy who also paid for a ticket. You know, they're peasants, so they should deal with crying babies. But us up here who paid, you know, eight to a thousand dollars for our tickets, we shouldn't have to deal with that here. You know, I just, I thought that was like just really disgusting. And the fact that she would talk to kids this way, you know, and there was a whole discussion. I remember we posted a video maybe like a month or so about the man who got up on the plane and was like, did that baby pay, buy a fucking ticket? He was like cussing out the baby and he was going off and supposedly the baby had cried the whole flight. And so that caused a lot of debate, a lot of discussion and I'm assuming the baby must have cried the whole flight because for him to snap in the way he did and risk getting jailed by TSA was insane. But the fact that it's one thing is to like vent frustration, right? Because we all have a right to be frustrated and upset. But she could have just as easily took to social media and was like, you know, oh, I really dislike when kids are flying on planes and they don't know how to behave or they're crying. You know, it, it bothers me. You know, just something like that. I think people would have took that better than to call these kids bastards, tell them to shut their bitch ass up. She called them, she called the mom promiscuous and said that the kids were a result of her promiscuous lifestyle. What? Like, I, it was just so gutter and lowbrow. All this because, and then from what uh, Zonique's cousin who came out and cussed her out, oh, the cousin went in, said she was musty and everything. <laughs> Said she was musty, but said that her daughter only cried for three minutes because she woke up out of her sleep and she was scared, you know, because she was sleeping. And when she woke up, she's on a plane. It's dark. And she was able to comfort her and put her back to sleep. So the fact that she didn't say any of this to the woman, you know, she took it to social media. And what also bothers me, what also shows her elitist attitude, she thought these were regular degular children. She thought they might have just been, you know, just the average black woman's child so she felt it was okay for her to call them bastards and bitches and all this stuff because she deemed them to be regular people's kids but once she found out these were celebrity children oh don't worry about it i'm gonna just end up killing myself anyways and i'll be out of here soon and don't don't, don't commit suicide well don't commit the s-word now bitch keep the same energy when you thought it was a, a you know an average person's child like, I don't like that. She never apologized, but you could see she was trying to slightly walk it back without walking it back only because it was a celebrity's child. 
So again, people get a little bit of money and fame and their true colors come out. That's all I saw. So now I don't, I feel no ways. Everybody's like, oh, we'll give her grace, mental illness. I've given this girl grace. I have defended her many a times. But no, this was not grace. This was very elitist. It was nasty. Those babies did not deserve it. I don't care if these were regular people's kids or Zanique's family, T.I.'s family's kids. And I'm surprised T.I.'s loudmouth ass ain't had nothing to say. Because you know he'll run to defend Regine and you know what I mean? Lil Wayne won't say nothing, here come T.I. I was waiting for T.I. to write a whole book defending his grandbaby. But you know, T.I. probably felt like, you know what, he didn't want to get involved, which I can get, you know, because then they'd have been like, oh, it's a black man going after a black woman. So I get it. But I'm glad Tiny spoke up. It just, it wasn't that serious. And then you're saying, you know, you wish that she gets a paper cut in between all her fingers. I, I don't know. I just don't like sadistic shit like that. You know, it's one thing to vent, right? We we all have the right to vent and be upset. But, you know, you're you're like, it was just, it was very sadistic and dark. It was not that serious. It just was not that serious. <laughs> Grandpa tip. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was too much, you know, like, Again, and you and I don't know, like I, I've flown with my kids when they were younger. I remember my, my oldest son's first plane ride. He was about three, two, or, I think like two or three when we moved to North Carolina. He was quiet. It was during the day, you know, he just, he sat there. He was excited. He was looking out the window, you know, but every kid is different, right? I've been on planes where I've heard a baby cry near the front of the plane and he cried for a little bit, but I'm not going to get on social media and be like, this damn bastard in seat CA-14, shut your child. Like, it's not that serious. Kids are going to cry. Yeah, it may suck if they're right next to you. You know, I'm the type, give me the baby. I'm going to put the baby to sleep. You go ahead and rock your baby. You know what I mean? I'm going to help the parent out. That's just how I am. I'm going to be a mom. You want me to hold your child? You know, so like, cause I can already imagine the parents are embarrassed and you know, they want the kid to shut up just as much as you do. But I mean, what are they gonna do? Like, you know, put tape on the child's mouth? No, they're not gonna do that. So I just think that that was just too far. That was just a bit too far for me. I didn't like it. And I just don't like the whole, whenever she's held accountable, you know, here she comes, you know, threatening the S word and it's her mental health. And I'm seeing a therapist. Well, your therapy's not working because you seem really angry all the time. All the time she's angry about something. I, I, she needs to go and find another therapist or something because it's not cool. And then, oh, but, oh, but Zanik baby daddy, what's his name? Uh, Buddha Hunter, Bounty Hunter. I don't know, Hunter something. Um, he wanted to know where she lived. And of course, oh, <laughs> Of course, the bars were right under his comment. She lives in LA. Here's the address. <laughs> I said, them damn bars, they stay in some mess. Oh, they they, they sent that man the address quick. <laughs> they had me dying on Twitter. He was like, where does this chicken girl live? Oh, they came with the address. Because you know they doxed her a few months ago. They had her shit ready. Here you go. I don't know. What's his, I forgot what his name is, but it was funny. He found out. I don't think he going to pull up or nothing, but oh yeah, they was ready. Them bars was ready with the address. What is it? What is his name? 
Booty Hunter. That ain't his name. Y'all need to stop. Banda Hunter, is he? Oh, shit. <laughs> what I call him? Bounty Hunter? Banda Hunter. Is he? Okay. I'm going to just call him Izzy. <laughs> I don't know none of his music. I just know he's a, it's a band hunter or something. All right. Are they still together? I don't, I don't follow him, so I don't know. But I know their baby's adorable though. But yeah, I just, I didn't like that. I just thought she was just doing the most. She's always angry about something. Yeah, that's her baby's dad. They said it's, what, Izzy Bounty Hunter? No, hold on. Well, that ain't the name. You just wrote that. Band Hunter Izzy. That's his name. Oh, they're not together? Oh, shit. Oh, I didn't know they weren't together. Why'd they break up? You can tell I don't follow none of these little kids. They're all little kids to me. I didn't know they broke up. Okay. Well, that's too bad. I thought they were a cute couple. I know she said she didn't want to get married, so I knew they weren't going to get married, but I didn't know they had broke up. Somebody said when they break up, he probably cheated. Ooh, y'all love to put stuff out there. Did he cheat, y'all? Spill the tea. <laughs> I don't know, because I don't keep it with them. I just know they have a cute little baby girl. Yeah, I don't know. I can't even, I don't even know his name, let alone why they broke up, child. Let me see. What else? I've been out here for almost two hours. I want to make sure I got everything. Oh, let's. Okay. Well, while we're talking about kids, we got to talk about Al Pacino's old ass. Ooh, the tea sippers drug him. Them If y'all go to my Al Pacino post, them comments had me cackling. Let me go ahead and pull this post up. First of all, because y'all not don't post anything on my damn page. So, you know, as I'm scrolling to see, you know, what's been posted for the day. And I see this picture. At first, I thought the man passed. I said, oh, damn, not, not Scarface. Because he looked, he done died twice. Oh, he done got real old. And then I read it. I said, first child at 83? This man is damn near 100 years old and got the nerve to still be out here producing babies. So this person wrote a really good comment. She said, this is a shame because science has spent so much time talking about women's bodies, they fail to inform people that having a child with a man over 40 is a health risk to the child. Certain risks of disease and disabilities increase with age of the father. And I agreed with that wholeheartedly. Um, I have replied back to her. See if I can find my reply. Oh, here goes my reply. I said, thank you. These men think they can keep procreating freely, not, on, not knowing that old sickly sperm can cause all types of birth defects, just like old eggs. This man is damn near 100 years old. Shake my head. <laughs> but them comments were lighting his ass up. I'm sorry, 83 years old, that's very selfish. First of all, he has a child that's like 56. You have children that are old enough, I mean, that are old enough to be this, this, that could be your child's grandchild is what I'm trying to say. This is how old his other kids are. And then the the woman, she's 29 years old. So you just know she's in it for, she's trying to secure a bag. We get that. 
But yeah, I don't, I don't, I never understood this thing where, you know, people feel like, oh, it's a man, men can have babies indefinitely. Well, yeah, you can, you know, if it, if it works and it's not shooting dust, you can knock somebody up, but is it smart to be a father at 83? How long does he expect to live? The average person is, is, it's a blessing if you live to be 83. And it, yeah, and there were even people commenting and saying that, um, it's very true because there was a, a woman, she commented, she said her um, her parents had, you know, when they were younger, nothing wrong with her, she's fine. Then they decided in their old age, they wanted to have more kids, like in their 50s. And she said both of her siblings have really bad medical issues. Um, I forgot the issues that she wrote, but I'm talking about like serious birth defects. And so now she's having to parent her siblings that her parents decide to have, but because now they're really too old to be bothered because these kids have very serious issues. Now they need the older siblings to come in and pitch in. See, that's what we're not going to do. That's what we're not going to do out here. I think people need to like be very smart. You know, it's not fair to the child. And I, and I hate the fact that that's the only thing that's talked about is women and women's old eggs. And, you know, women shouldn't be having babies after 50 because, yeah, after 50, them eggs is old. You, there's a lot more birth defects that can happen and stuff like that. You know, you're supposed to be having children younger. So I don't like the fact that they don't say the same thing about men. Like your sperm at 83 is not vivacious like it is in your early 20s and 30s. I mean, how the old sperm even got up there, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, obviously, one of them made it. <laughs> At 83, can he still? Never mind. Robert De Niro's another one. He just had a baby. I'm like, what is this? Are y'all in competition? They're just out here just old as hell, just having babies. I just know. If people can make fun of women and old eggs, I'm gonna have the same energy for old powder dust sperm. Stop out here having babies in y'all's 80s. That shit is not cute. That is not cute. It ain't like he's gonna live to be 100. I mean, if he could, but even still, let's just say he lives to the ripe age of 100. He can't throw a ball with that baby. By the time that baby's 10, he gonna be changing his diaper. That ain't right. That is not right. Powder <laughs> dust. <laughs> when I see, I was shocked when I seen that because I was expecting like, damn, we don't lost another one. Oh no, not old, not good old Al Pacino. <laughs> He's like, I'm out here. I'm about to have me a baby with this 29 year old. So you know, hopefully the baby you know is healthy and stuff. But it is, it is very dangerous. You know, the older you get for both sexes, and I think that that should be talked about more. Because again, people feel like it's just older women. Mm -mm, it's for both sexes. And, you know, sometimes if it's a younger girl with an older, older guy, yeah, she can get pregnant, right? Because, you know, the sperm is still vital, vital enough. It can find the egg. But would you rather have fresh, you know, marching sperm? Or do you want sperm that's just kind of just... <laughs> I made it. <laughs> Just flopping around lost. <laughs> Blind and shit filling on the walls. <laughs> you know, you want one that march. They're trying to get the job done. <laughs> you don't want 
conversation, y'all. Old eggs and old sperm. Come on, y'all. Let's give the babies a, a fighting chance. <laughs> but yeah, that comment section had me cracking up. They were dragging him. I said, oh, we tell me why y'all are really mad. Somebody called him demonic and everything. I said, <laughs> they were going in on Al Pacino. But yeah, you, you know, you want strong, vivacious, you know what I mean? Sperm. <laughs> so that's the Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. They both got these young babies out here. Um, but you know, bless his heart. He do not look like Tony Montana no more. Who we? I didn't know he was that old. Yeah. Yeah, somebody did. They wrote in the chat. They're like, this whole situation is demonic. How dare he? They were going in. I was just like, that whole comment section had me in tears. <laughs> Not the old man emojis. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. All right, let me see here. Okay, so I think the last story we have here, uh, we got to talk about Blueface. Child, once again, Blueface is trending. He's always trending for everything but his music. So this is what's going on with Blueface. So yesterday we had posted a story. Um, he was going off some rapper child, Dougie B, or I think it's Dougie. Yeah, Dougie B from New York. Um, he was trying to hug up on Krishan. So Blueface felt away. Let me share my screen real quick here. You know, Blueface, I always got something to say, child. So this was him going up to Krishan. There's no sound. You can see Krishan is moving his arm. So this is what Blueface wrote. Well, Blueface posted a, a screenshot of their conversation. So he says, I'm not tripping off that one. It's fair game, little bro. Now, if that's at official Jaden Alexis, I'd be upset. I fuck with multiple bitches at a time but I don't care for multiple bitches at a time. P.S. Only acted like that because she ain't know you had status. If you was anybody else bigger, she'd have been cool with it. I know this. Okay. So then Dougie replies back. He's like, yo, gang, I apologize for that. I was just saying hi, feel me? I wasn't on no funny shit or trying to get up on her. Word. My fault, big bro. Keep getting, keep getting money, gang. Honey. <laughs> Not my rat reading voice. All right, so then Blueface writes this. Only female I'm currently possessive over right now. She only got one body her whole life. And you can't find her with, you can't find her online with nobody else. What more can I ask for? So I don't know if him and Jaden Alexis are like on a crusade to like try to make Krishan jealous. Now, as far as Jaden Alexis, I don't care because Krishan showed her no respect during her pregnancy. So, you know, karma is real. But Blueface, he's just an asshole. <laughs> asshole. He's just an ass. So now Krishan is out here talking. Um, he was arrested today. Give me just a second. Uh, where's the arrest? He just got arrested.
Ah, here it is. Here goes his arrest. In Las Vegas, the same Blueface was arrested and is being booked in Las Vegas on robbery charges. Damn, I thought he was balling. Who he robbing? He was taken into custody on Wednesday, according to multiple reports, with sources confirming the breaking development. Radar Online reached out to Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department, where Blueface is now in custody. Hollywood Unlocked was the first to report the news, claiming that he had allegedly violated his bail conditions. An inmate search was done at the North Las Vegas Detention and Correctional Facility, all of which did not pull up his name. As of 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Radar Online was told it may take a few hours to register. All right, so let me go ahead and show y'all what Krishan had to say. Okay. Me, I'm I'm very supportive. Like, I don't care. Joe is not serious. Like, Joe is not like. You don't want to wish anything. You don't want to no. You don't want to wish Joe anybody. Like that's like not okay. Like all jokes aside, if I wasn't already like in New York. I would have probably flew with him to court because, again, nobody wished that on anybody, especially me up against, like, I'm sliding just because, like, it's not serious. <laughs> but I'm glad that I was built and busy because who telling? Well, they, they would probably try to get me. I don't know. Me, I'm I'm very all right. So basically, she's still, you know, willing to slide to go get blue face and make sure he's good. So I don't know. You know, I just I just hope she gets through this pregnancy okay. Um, he's obviously going out his way to continuously stress her out and make her feel bad and everything else. But if she was the one locked up, he wouldn't be coming like right now. He probably clowning her and making fun of her. So it's just sad. I just, I wish that she would just um, understand that she can do great things without him. I just feel like he's just bringing her down. But, you know, are we shocked at this point? No, absolutely not. So I'm going to go ahead and read these last few super chats here before I log off. Um, let's see here. Amanda Panda says, Azealia has been crazy since she called ACS on my aunt because my aunt didn't want to get her son on Christmas Day. She wanted to spend time with the baby's father. Are you related to Azealia Banks or something? I'm confused by that. We need more context. Okay, so let me go ahead and um, read this super chat from Tati says, I love you, Auntie. Oh, I read that earlier. Okay, thank you. Um, Miss Melanated sent $19.99 says, AMD may have someone to open and close for them in their presence. They also are teaching in hospitals. The board certified surgeons allow residents to do part of the surgeries under supervision. That is how they learn. Thank you for that information. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. 
Uh, lovely Athmus um, says, hey, T, beautiful as always. Have you heard about the 30 missing children in Cleveland? No. Were they kidnapped at one time? Is it over? Let me Google. I haven't heard anything about that. Police chief, missing children. Dozens of kids vanish in the Cleveland area. 30 kids gone missing in a two-week span? What the hell? What in the Oregon harvesting is going on here? Cops say they've never seen anything like it. How old are these kids that are missing? Let me show y'all this article. I didn't, I haven't been around, so I haven't been keeping up with some of the news here. That is scary. So they're saying that there's 30 kids currently missing in Cleveland. Let me share this tab. Okay. <clears throat> Where are they? Chilling mystery as nearly <clears throat> 30 kids go missing from the city in two weeks. Cops say they've never seen anything like it. In the span of two weeks, nearly 30 children have vanished in Cleveland, sparking huge concern from the local police chief. What in the world? And then they're saying the ages are from 12 to 17. Do they have pictures of all 30 kids? Are all these kids black? Okay, he's white. Family of Caleb. Oh, they got black kids, white kids. So it's just a bunch of different kids that are missing. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to have to look more into that. I haven't heard about that until just now when you sent the super chat. That's scary. That is very, very scary. That's why I say you got to pray when you leave your house and pray that you come back home safe. That is frightening. In two weeks? That sounds like... Human trafficking, sex rings, organ harvesting. It sounds like a bunch of just crazy stuff that's going on. Remember when I did that deep dive um, <clears throat> about the Akita riders in Nigeria, how they stumbled upon all of those people that had gone missing from that village? Like over the course of like five years, a bunch of people are getting missing in that village. And they were basically like harvesting these people's organs. And the one guy that led everybody to the underground bunker where they were hiding these people, he was never found again. It was such a, it was like the, the what was it? The, the Soku forest of horrors. That's just really frightening. Somebody says the Simpsons had an episode about missing children. Wow. I swear the Simpsons and their predictive programming. Yeah, I'm going to look more into that, though. That's really frightening. Thank you for the um, for the super chat. Um, let's see here. What's up, Brooklyn Kennedy? He says, Zonique signed up to be a third baby mama. He got that many other kids? So the Izzy man has other baby mamas? I thought it was him and Zonique. Ooh -wee. And now he's moved on to the next one. That's sad. 
Thank you for the super chat. Um, Lady Lady Chan says, having a baby at 83 is ridiculous. I'm wondering how they had sexual intercourse to make the baby. He is barely alive. The woman, <laughs> the woman is a gold digger. I don't get it. I mean, I don't know, because I'm not around like old people like that who are like 83. But I mean, can 83 year olds still even get it up or make oh God? Is he healthy enough to even take Viagra? Viagra, whatever that shit's called. Yeah, I forgot about Anna Nicole. She was messing with that J. Howard Marshall. They have a good Anna Nicole documentary on um, Netflix. I watched it the other day. I really liked it. Somebody said it's elder abuse. It's elder abuse if you had sex with an 80-something-year-old. Well, I guess it'd have to be your husband. If you're just in the nursing home because you had some old people fetish, <laughs> that's elder abuse. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't get that one at all. That's just mm, that's a bit too much. She's definitely in it for the money. She's 29. Like, what would she have in common with an 83 year old? And then, you know, at 29, that's when your sex drive is high. She please. She got all types of side dick. Y'all better recognize. Somebody was hitting that while she was pregnant. And then when you're pregnant, too, you're like more. You know what I'm saying? Somebody was hitting that while she was pregnant. I'm just saying. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't good old Grandpa Al Pacino. <laughs> um, let's see here. Antonio sent 699 says, hey, T, sending love from Ottawa, Canada. Smelling like a campfire out here. What do you think of Janet Jackson kissing her backup dancer? Um, I hope y'all are doing good. I hate the fact that it's you guys are dealing with all of those fires out there in Canada. Um, I did watch the video of Janet Jackson kissing the backup dancer. Um... I just was like, okay, all right. <laughs> I didn't care. I didn't care. Um, I just hope she don't come out that she's about to be dating him next week, like J-Lo when she got with Chris Judd. So hopefully it was just a kiss, but I don't know. Like, you don't want to mix, you know, business with pleasure. So that's all I got to say. He was cute, though, but you don't want to mix business with pleasure. Because that's how Britney Spears also got with her background dancer, Kevin Federline. He was a background dancer, too. So, and, and Madonna. That's what I'm trying to see. Like, you know, is it just a friendly kiss or is that is she telling us that that's her man? Because, you know, she's not with that husband no more. So we'll see. Uh, Darlene Cohenson20 says Chica needs to chill with the name calling because she looked like Bernice from South Beach Toe. <laughs> and I don't feel bad for Krishan anymore. They're both clowns. Love you. You know what? You are a mess for saying she looks like Bernice. I met Bernice in Las Vegas. This was years ago. She was really cool. We was at, we was at like a, you know how they have them little stores like CVS and stuff like on the strip. And we ran there um, to go grab some stuff. And we're just, you know, buying I don't know, chips and snacks and stuff. And we turn around and here comes Bernice from the uh, reality show. And we're like, Bernice? She was like, yeah. I was like, hey. <laughs> she was real cool. So the fact that you said that her and Chica look alike, oh my gosh. Now, now I can't unsee that from my head because I've actually met Bernice in real life. <laughs> Bernice is cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, that was a good show. 
And I was into all those repo shows because I worked in auto finance and repossession. So all, I was there for all them repo shows. Like, yeah, get them. Get them cars. <laughs> so I love Bernice. She was funny. But now people are crazy. Like a lot of repossession people, um, they don't even do them now. Like now they're trying to go out with the cops because people will shoot you nowadays. Like back in the day, people were like, okay, fine. You know, you won fair and square. I know I owe four months car payment. And, you know, they'll let you get the car. Shit. Not these folks nowadays. They're driving cars off of the, uh, once you put the car on the tow truck. I seen a video where this guy drove the car off of there. It like took off the whole bumper. It took off some of the underbelly. He caused more damage to his BMW than if he would have just let the man take the car and then he would have just paid it up and did what he had to do. Now he has way more damage than what the car is worth. So, yeah, I know a lot of like my friends who were in the repossession business, they they're like they refuse to do it. They're like it was cool back in the day, but now people are just crazy. They will like literally you you got innocent people, you know, just pulling up in people's driveways to make a U-turn and they're getting shot at. So imagine a repo truck coming onto somebody's property nowadays. So, yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, Bernice was funny. I liked her. Um, let's see here. Yes, ma'am. Sent ten dollars. Says there's a big fire going on in Canada. Yeah, we've been hearing, and this has been going on for like what, almost like a week and a half. I wonder if it's going to end up spreading to like the states, or if California is going to be next to start getting those fires because it is fire season. You know, Leo season's coming up. Every time Leo season is getting ready to come up in July, we start seeing more fires with the seasons. Uh, let's see here. But uh, no, just didn't say anything. Shannon says, "Enjoy your channel, but just can't just became a member. Keep doing your thing. Thank you so much, and thank you for joining the membership. I appreciate you." Um, Miss A Hunt sent five says, Blueface is going to be sick when she starts loving herself and give him the treatment. See her gay future when he was out here disrespecting her. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but I also feel like, too, though, the reason why he's doing that, because again, she was cool with it when he was doing it to the other baby's mother, you know? And, and that's what I say. Like, sometimes women think they can get into a situation where they'll change a man. You can change a man. You know, if he was acting like that with the first baby's mom, I never understand when women think that because I'm the second or third or God forbid the ninth, he's going to change. He's going to treat me better than the other ones. That's usually not the case. I just want her to like get out that situation and just raise her child and just do better for herself. You know, that's my main thing for her. Um, let me see here. Somebody says, oh, Deja Vu sent 499 said, three babies, no ring. God damn. T, have you been keeping up with the Travis Rudolph trial? Crazy. No, I heard about it. Uh, somebody sent me some links to it today. I had to look into it, but I have not been keeping up. Um, so you must, three babies, no ring. You're talking about uh, Jackie O and uh, DC Youngfly. Yeah, I was surprised that they weren't married either. Because, I mean, she had a lot of babies, you know, back to back. But, you know, to each its own. 
Uh, Mustang 12 sent five says, Mommy makeovers. We used to see them on Ricky Lake's show or on Montel Williams when the housewives got makeovers. Yes, he brought that back. That's what a mommy makeover was to us in the 90s. That's what I'm like, what is this mommy makeover? And it's all surgery. You're so right. It'd be like, you know, the dusty housewife. She'd come out in the robe and slippers with rollers in her hair. Well, I don't go anywhere. I just be sitting around with these kids all the time. And then they do the mommy makeover. And then she'd come and she would just be drop dead gorgeous, hair, makeup. Child, now the mommy makeover consists of, you know, lipo and breast implants and breast lift and, you know, get your coochie tightened and all types of shit. I'm like, wow, these mommy makeovers unchanged from the 90s. <laughs> um, let's see here. Silver Joysticks at 1999 says that man made some very good points. There's a lot of unanswered questions around this tragedy. When someone loves you, you don't have them guess or wonder about their love. You know it and you feel it every day. Wow. That's a really, really good point. Thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, let's see here. Crown by K says, B. Simone is getting over too because doesn't she have IG subscriptions that gives subscribers exclusive access to subscribe only to stories? Oh, I don't know. I don't do anything on IG, so I don't even know how that works. But does the IG subscriptions, do they make as much? So that might be why she's doing close friends. Because maybe she's able to charge more than the IG subscriptions. But then also, being that she's a celebrity and she has a big following, she might, you know, get money to promote it too. So it might be promo in there as well. So like if other people join it, you know, she might get like an affiliate promotion or something. So that might be, you know, another option. Um, let's. I'm just trying to make sure I didn't miss anybody else. I know we had a lot of Super Chats come in. Uh, Anna Ruby sent 20 says, I just want to thank you for being you when I'm having a shitty day. I watch your videos and they make me feel better. You look beautiful heart. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I hope this live stream made you feel better. It definitely, I, it feels like I'm back. I just, I'm happy beyond here talking and just chopping up with everybody. So this was just fun. I feel like I've been gone for a few weeks on here. Uh, Sugar Water says, abuse is horrible, but this woman was a willing participant. No one can tell me otherwise. You must be talking about Denea. Yeah. Kia Cutie says, it was a scheme that Todd came up with <laughs> to come at you with the BS on Bertha per Denea's trauma classes. That's funny. Uh, Lucky Charm says, a lot of people have been cheated on, at least one, sadly. I can talk to other people for free, ask for advice and exchange stories, not a boot camp. Right. Like she's acting like she has gone through some stuff that's not, you know, discussed in the open. You know, people have these think pieces on Twitter for free. Like I'm not paying her $5,000 to do what? And then you're still like, even when you, when you listen to her interview that she had with that man, she was still calling Derek Jackson, her husband, you know, so you can tell like she still has feelings like you're not healed. You're still calling him your husband. You can't even bring yourself to say your ex, you know? So she has issues. But I bet you anything, though, there's going to be people who signed up for that boot camp because you had so many women just 
I mean, just uh, starry eyed and oh, just so impressed by her story. And, you know, they were anybody who disagreed or anybody who's like, yeah, I'm not really feeling something about her. They were attacking people. So I'm sure she's going to have some of these women, you know, especially the ones who already hate black men and want to vent. Oh, they're definitely going to sign up in droves. You know, which is sad because for $5,000, you can invest in yourself. For $5,000, take yourself on a vacation or go on a vacation with some homegirls, you know, all girls trip and go have fun, you know, but to give her $5,000 to preach to you and teach you hexes, you know, whatever. To eat his own. Oh, yeah, you know, Derek Jackson's getting a cut. Even if she's not handing him the money, it's still benefiting their household. So, you, you know, he is. All right, y'all. So I think I got through most of the super chats. If I didn't get through yours, I apologize. There's a lot that came in. Uh, B Hunt sent a $4 sticker. Thank you. 88 Anime sent 99 cent. Thank you so much. Uh, and P Rose joined the membership. All right, you guys. So this has been a wonderful stream. I've been on here for two hours and 14 minutes. Thank you guys for joining me today. It was really good to catch up with y'all. Um, like I said, it's going to be busy for me the next few days, but hopefully once I get settled in, um, the internet should be hooked up over there tomorrow. So um, I will probably be able to do some videos and stuff probably near the end of the week. Um, so just be patient. And I will be doing a deep dive this month, um, but it's not going to be anytime soon. It's probably going to be closer to the end of the month. So I will be working on a deep dive because I wasn't able to do one last month because I had to prepare for the live show. But um, there will be a deep dive this month at the end of the month. So stay tuned for that. So you guys, thank you guys once again for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Take care. And I will see you guys later. Bye.